0: You here, and Monty there. Hello, Monty. Hello, mate. How you
1: doing? How was your Father's Day?
0: Look, I had a great Father's Day. I uh, I got some nice presents. I uh, got uh, some homemade pizza made for me. Um, I played some games Ooh. with the kids in the afternoon. And then, uh, yeah, got a curry. Had a curry and a beer in the evening. So that's, Go on, then. Nothing that's wrong Father's with that. what, Day, right?
1: What kind of curry did you get into, mate?
0: Well, we've got children so we had to have butter chicken that's the gateway curry as we've discussed
1: before but um, perfect way to describe it yeah. but i tell you what actually i do have a little bit of a problem with that it's not really a gateway curry a lot of people get stuck at the gate no one no a lot of people don't want from the butter chicken
0: well, i'm probably one of those like i i will eat other curries but i do i do want butter chicken i want it
1: oh yeah it's very nice probably
0: you know could have fit some more stereotypical dad events in there if i tried hard enough but i wasn't trying hard
1: enough and that in itself is a good father's day Bellamy, so how was beautiful. your bloody
0: father's day mate
1: Mate, it was bloody brilliant first father's day will be one i will never forget my beautiful daughter and my beautiful wife were so lovely to me um we had a lovely day together um, had a nice breakfast, which funnily enough, I ended up cooking for myself because Lynn started, but then had to feed little Orgy. Yeah, but that's right. fine. Don't skip over um, that. What was breakfast? Yeah, it was nothing too. it was just bacon, eggs and a bit of homemade hash brown, hmm. but the homemade hash brown was just potato. Yeah. I was
0: going like, to say, when just does a potato, potato become a hash it was brown?
1: Flat. Yeah. Not even that. Just chopped it up. It's oh, just okay. potato. Mm-hmm. I find sometimes when I do a hash brown, if you chop it very, very, very fine little cubes, then yeah. you've got a hash brown. Yeah. Um, but or no, I had a lovely day. I got a mug that says um, "Best uh, Father in the Galaxy," and it's got a picture of Mister um Mister Vader on there, Darth Vader. Right. Um, which is good. Um, Probably not the best father. But I love like
0: him. But
1: no, but but it's you know it's, it's not a an
0: indication way. of where your fatherhood is going, is it?
1: I I don't know. I, there's not much evidence of how Vader was to Luke as an early child, is there? Well, absent. Was he absent from day dot? No, I'm pretty sure he was. He I wasn't know. there for a couple of months. There was a if funny any, kind of thing. Well, movie,
0: look, know. if any colossal nerds are listening and want to clear us up there, please
1: write in. I love being called colossal <laughs> nerds too. Ah, <laughs> uh, nerds are dads too. Well, some. But yeah, had a lovely day. I got to, I had a lovely time where I got to play a bit of video games. orgie fell asleep on my lap. My wife got me a beer, and I what got to playing? sit there in a FIFA? nice chair, play some yeah, played some FIFA, um, and and cuddled with my daughter. It was lovely. Oh, that's the way.
0: That's the yeah. way. And we got some good feedback for our Father's Day episode, I have to say. So thanks to everyone for listening and reaching out and giving us a bit of comment. I did ask if anyone had any. Uh, good or bad father's day presents they wanted to tell us about and we had one person respond which is you know we've got people responding to us privately but not not many publicly but that's okay we we'll, we we'll, we'll remedy that we'll, we'll we'll encourage people out we'll lure them out just like um no I won't say that
1: yeah i th- yeah it could have ended badly a uh, of them out like a yeah, okay,
0: but uh, I just wanted to ask you about this quickly because you might know more about this than me. Uh, listener Devin Musso, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Musso, his answer was a side by side, and I had to say, you know, what well, the dickens is a side by side? And it's like a, like a little um, you know, jeep, like a little buggy that people go take hunting or. Or off roading? Have you heard of this before? Sick. No. All oh, right. Well, you Evan worked for a hunting. So... You worked for a hunting channel in the
1: in Canada for a while. There, I thought you might have. I did. I did a see side it. by side. Let me let me have a look at an image of this because maybe I know it as something else. Well, well, that's fine. yeah. No, I I know like a side by side fridge. Oh no, I see. Yeah, I see what it is. It's those little quad buggy things. Yeah, though. they're pretty cool. Yeah. That's a great present. Yeah, so um, I don't know. That's a bit. That's a
0: pretty uh, high end of the scale. When we're, we're over here in Australia, we're talking about getting mugs and keyrings, but get one of good those. I've got
1: socks as well too. I got some. Did? good
0: socks, which is white. Pretty, yeah.
1: Yep. Great. And sport. It's a good dad sock. White sport sock. Yeah. That's good sock. Good dad sock. <laughs> um, yeah. No, other than that, nothing that comes to my mind from from good good. Like, I can't remember giving my old man anything good. I got my old man a couple of cocktails um, delivered to his house this week. I don't know if I mentioned that on the episode. Um, uh, not on the so episode. You told that. me
0: privately that I should I should go and get some. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got I got um, a charcuterie board day. and a couple of cocktails dropped over to the old man's house and he enjoyed oh, yeah. those, which was no. nice. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we might get into the pants panel chat. What do you say to that?
1: Oh, yeah, go on then.
0: (laughs) Oh, mate. I don't know. I just want to talk more about your Father's Day. And I know not much happened, but it's such a big event. It feels like I should be talking about it more.
1: Well, here here you go. i got some more to tell you. I got given a chain, which feels very fatherly. It feels like I I went from young man to dad with this chain. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's It's gone We'd have to put that to committee. where is
0: chain daddish? Yeah, suppose. maybe
1: maybe it's more of a. Um, oh, it feels like an Eastern European dad or a Central European dad kind of. I thing. didn't want to say that, but yes,
0: that's <laughs> what I, that's where <laughs> that's I was right. going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Nothing wrong with Central European dads. There's some of the best hanging, dads. There's nothing
0: hanging from the chain right now, but is there some sort of like some sort of Stein, little medallion thing or something you could hang off there? Or what about on. one of
1: those like those Italian little red chilies that are supposed to bring luck? That's very oh, yeah. Central European dad. Um, a cross of some sort, yeah. Coptic.
0: Speaking of lawnmowers, bloody every man in dog had his whippersnipper out here today. I don't know about your area, but is it because everyone, all the dads were bludging on Father's Day? We're recording yeah. this the day after Father's Day, so... They've all got done their Sunday mowing on
1: Monday. I'm trying to bloody work in here. Oh, the whole week's out of whack. Yeah. Um, I get you know what it is too? The sun this weekend had a bit of a feel of spring, didn't it? That's a good thing. Do you get that most Father's Day? That's new for me. Father's Day is like, oh, spring's here.
0: Yeah. Or they all got new whippet snippers.
1: I heard you saying on the intro that I wasn't a part of for the Father's Day thing about why Australia has it on this date rather than In other countries, yes, and I thought it was more that Father's Day is uh seasonal rather than calendar based, so everywhere in the world should have Father's Day in spring, right?
0: But is that I don't know, is that some sort of tie in with you know, um, vibrancy and fertility or something like that? Is that what you're trying to get at?
1: Perhaps for every, you know, spring represents, you know, new life, birth, stuff like that. And, you know, what do we know about all new life? Has a father.
0: God, that's bloody deep, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you can just stuff Mother's Day somewhere dead in the middle of winter. That's fine.
0: Well, it's kind of, you know, late autumn-ish here in Australia, so.
1: Well, Mother's Day is the same all over the world. I don't get that. Is it? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> like, Mother's Day that. same so
0: everywhere.
1: <laughs> Father's Who, Day. Just...
0: Who's sorting this out? Like, who's 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 the the day choosing arbiter? Because
1: it's weird. Uh, I don't know what that's about.
0: I mean, you know, we could, if we had any kind of time or energy, get a petition going, some sort of public movement. But do we care about it that much?
1: Yeah. No, but I mean. What 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 would the movement be to stop to change the date? Let's get some uniformity. Do well, first there there'd be a
0: lot of polling. We'd have to go over to all the kind of northern hemisphere
1: countries and say, listen. You think it's some kind of international coalition of dads? Well
0: yeah, but they but they over the you know, Canada, UK, US, it's all it's June four or something like that. So early June.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that's
0: summer kind of Start of summer over there. Maybe that's the kind of when the barbecues can really come out.
1: Oh, yeah. Should
0: be barbecue related. It might be hard to get them to change to our date, so we might have to go to their date, but that's bloody middle of winter. What, well, can dad, I point what out dad goodness that we- is happening in the middle of winter? Apart from Mother's you know, getting fire pits Ma- going.
1: Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Mother's Day is the second Sunday of May every year all over the world. Mm. That seems more kind of biblical, like like Easter. It, like Easter,
0: yeah. But we've got mm. first Sunday. Oh, it's all over the shop. Who's deciding this? All right, look, I'm going to give this up because this intro is starting to get a bit out of control. Let's yeah. go and uh, chat to the pants panel, Monty, and we'll uh, maybe we'll uh, get a petition going later.
1: It's um, a lot cheaper than you'd think to move a house, in America at least. They seem, it says here, like the article is average cost of moving will scare you, but then it says on average it costs between 12 to $16 per square foot to move a house. What? That's, that's nothing. But hang on,
0: how, how far? Oh,
1: but why, why is it, why is it by far. square of house
0: not by distance of movage?
1: Hmm. Well, I suppose the problem is getting it up. Mm. Once, it's up, it's, like, once I mean, it's up, you're good. You know, it's just petrol costs once you got it up. I, suppose. I don't know. But, but yeah, it's, it, it says it's relatively easy. But how much would it cost to fill a tank of a truck that can carry a house? That's a good point. That would be quite large. There's another question here that says, can you move a skyscraper? And it says no. It says no. Skyscrapers are simply too big to move. All right, that's fair. Thank you, Google. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's not too expensive. We could move houses if we wanted. Ah, that's good. Could you could you work out a house trade with a mate of yours? Just you know, every decade you trade houses. Of course, you could. Yeah, nice. You know,
0: the grass is always greener. So you just wait till that builds up a bit, and then you just keep swapping houses.
2: Fuck yeah!
1: Mm. Or, <laughs> fuck yeah! Sorry.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to point out that the Cudacom building in Bogota, Colombia, was eight stories high, and they
1: moved that uh, ninety-five feet. Ninety-five feet—that's not bad. What is a what can what do you consider a skyscraper? Oh, not bad. How, how how high up do you have to be a well? What's a building and what's a skyscraper?
0: Yeah, well, what do you consider scraping
1: stories? the sky? Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Ten story. But so a nine-storey house is just a house and then a ten-storey is a skyscraper?
3: Well, look, I'm just having a guess, but let's go with
0: yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I believe you. Oh,
0: ten stories and you're scraping the sky, says Ben. What do you think? <laughs> That's right. That's
1: I've looked the, up the definition. It says a very tall building of many stories. <laughs> right. oh, ten, is many. Um, ten, ten is many. Ten is many. If you had ten of something, you've you go. got many of something.
2: <laughs> ten is many. That's right. Ten's pretty good. Um, That's forty
3: meters. That's a good. That's a good sized building. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder (laughs) if we should. Auckland. That that was really. (laughs) You were not on board with the ten with the ten stories.
1: Forty. Forty floors. 44 says is a, a skyscraper. <laughs> Fair enough. A skyscraper is a high-rise building with over 44. Says so, who? So. Well, is... No, well, I've factoring. gone even I've
2: gone even further than that. I found something called the world's littlest skyscraper. Now I don't know oh, why it's is. called the world's littlest skyscraper. It's in Wichita <laughs> Falls in Texas, and it's forty <laughs> nice. feet tall. And the world's skyscraper feet tall. on
4: the prairie. So surely, <laughs> surely something in the Smurf kingdom could quite easily <laughs> yes, qualify that's for that true. as well, like.
2: Why is it. Anyway, it doesn't matter.
4: It's a, a town it of little. People. possibly
0: imagine a context where the Smurf Kingdom was going to be mentioned in the, <laughs> this or any of
1: our podcasts. <laughs> where the
2: phrase world's littlest skyscraper became a Smurf reference.
1: I like this next line that says buildings with 10 to 20 floors were first referred to as buildings. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yes, they are buildings. But they're not skyscrapers. Well,
0: we better start talking about some dad stuff, otherwise, we just need to reclassify <laughs> classify the podcast altogether. Yeah, into Heaping building callers. and design.
2: I think Aren't I could do a standalone. Google. I think I could do a standalone episode on the world's littlest skyscraper. It sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but back to the fun.
0: Pants panel are back in the skyscraper. I want to say, how are you all, gentlemen? Good, good. Very well, thank oh, you, Very
1: good. good. Okay. <laughs> I right. yawned too. That's all right. right.
0: Everyone have a pleasant uh, Father's Day, did they? Everyone had a good Father's Day? Delightful. I had a big oh. steak, and that was good. Oh, yeah? Self-cooked?
4: Nice. Yeah, of course. All right. I mean, how, I mean, how big? How, how big was this steak? Uh, it was about 1.2 kilo with bone in. Oh.
0: Would you trust anyone
4: mm. else with cooking it? Probably not, right? No, that's exactly right. That absolutely would not happen,
1: so... Um one point two kilo with bone in. Yes, so it's um, a tomahawk. how much with bone out? Yeah, yeah, oh, but like, so if, that's a lot of meat.
0: So, <laughs> so don't be disgusting. Don't ask him how much. It <laughs> I just is wanted it's to know him. how much.
1: No, I, I, I wanted I, to I know didn't
2: how weigh, much the bone. I, how is he going to have an answer for post. you, Monty? That's my question. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't well, weigh, weigh post the bone in.
1: following eating it. Or post cooking.
4: So, Richard, did you weigh the bone?
1: <laughs> Did you weigh the bone? Oh, I should
4: keep. I should have kept the bone and weighed oh. it afterwards. No, oh, sorry. How else are you oh.
0: going to know how much eat meat you ate? <laughs> um, listen, that's a little bit of sizzle. We might talk a little bit more uh, cooking later on, oh, nice. um, and quite literal sizzle by the sounds of things. So, mm. all right. So before we talk about that, let's talk about some anecdotes. Has anyone got anything? Uh, that they wanted to share with the group from their dad life in their last week or two.
3: I, I do have something. Um, I tried something new tonight. Was it putting your phone uh, on silent? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal! <sighs> no, no, it wasn't. The um, sorry, just bear with me for one moment while I put my phone. No, inside. no, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't care if it's on. Or not. The, <laughs> um, I tried some new uh, facial cream. Like I've actually tried to take care of my skin.
0: Okay, is this for the first time ever?
3: This is actually for the first time ever, nice. and I got to a point where I thought. I'm 42 years old, and spend a lot of time in the sun, and still, and still get a lot like still get a, like the occasional you know a ginormous pimple going on. Really, and I thought, you know what, I'm not doing anything for my for my face, <laughs> so. But what's your face doing for you as well is the question. Yeah, well, that's right.
1: Ask not what your face can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> but what you can do for yes. your
3: face, exactly. And so I did what any self-respecting father would do. I got a free sample from Instagram. Now... What? I'm actually pretty this isn't happy an with the This sounds like... No, no, I'm, I'm not... I'm feeling, I'm
4: feeling not, like I'm being influenced here. Now. No, this, not at all. Are you all. influencing us? I,
2: I was gonna
3: but,
4: say, I'm happy for beer influencing. I've, <laughs>
2: you have to I've tell us when it. it's sponsored content. Weeks.
3: Yeah,
4: I'm feeling betrayed at the
2: moment. Well,
4: Free sample.
3: <laughs> I, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a jingle for it, and we can we can do it. Put it in post. Uh, sure. But it was something that I did for myself. Like I did. It's something that I've always sort of thought. You know what? I'm gonna try this, and I feel better for it. Okay, and 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 so. Do, uh, have you used it a few times or just the once? Well just that this is tonight was the first t- time okay. that I used it so it came in the mail and this was something that i sort of been working on over And you know you sort of look at these ads and you go nah it's all bullshit and then one night maybe <laughs> maybe I had a beer or two over what I should have had and then just went you know what I'm going to get some of this stuff okay. and it arrived and away we went now I'll report back in a couple of weeks and see how it's gone. But at the moment, you know, night one, the only issue I've had is that because I've got really dark, dark skin under my eyes, I did the little thing under your eyes. But I think I've gone too close to my eyeballs, and now I have solar eyeballs because I think oh, I've gone. Yeah. yeah, I've gone a little bit too close to the sun. Oh, yeah. I've done that
0: before, and you know what? I'm probably the reverse of you. I uh, no. I, I, I was putting on some. Uh, some face stuff, you know, maybe for like a few years there, and then mm-hmm. I've pretty much given up now because uh, I think I've come to the realization that I l- I'm starting to look my age, and <laughs>
4: why bother?
1: Yeah, I think I, I I come from an Irish background and live in Australia. Oh yeah, I'm fucked. Like my skin's fucked. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm with a, you,
4: monks. Yeah, I just I've never even <laughs> like, like you know, and to the point where. Yeah, I've only just started having haircuts
1: yeah. So nice.
4: that's kind of a, That's about as much um, Beauty regime that I've
1: th- ever I had I think in this oppressive sun regime We live under in Australia You need to start preventatively very early To look after your skin As a, as, as a bloke who enjoys being outside
0: that's Yeah, weird. I agree with that But I think we're in the age bracket Where there wasn't enough of
4: that Going on when that's we were nuts, kids yeah. Absolutely and I'm I'm a bit I'm petrified for my children, and because I can see their their skin is already starting to deteriorate, like not from a not necessarily from a sun perspective, but just from a crap skin perspective.
1: That takes me to, a, so, to to a good dad point. My wife thinks that our our baby girl August has a few of the same wrinkles that I have. Like like when she smiles, her face creases in the same way yeah. that mine does. Is that a thing? Is that do you pass that on, or is that change. just she tripping? Do you pass face crinkles? No, I'd on? say so. It'd
4: be your uh, well, it'd be it'd be how your um, cranial and muscle structure works around it. Yeah. So I'm assuming yes. it'd be fairly it'd be a genetic. It wouldn't be that genetically she's got your smile, but she's got the got something there, the makeup yeah, of your face yeah. of well yeah even the structural elements. So if you kind of if you think about the um, the paleo um, artists who go back and recreate the bog men mm. from, from their actual... Um, I do think about them. I think about that a lot. Think about the bog men.
3: That's where I got man. this facial cream I mean, from.
2: Ah, oh,
4: bog, bog The bog men. Ah, yeah, oh, well, that's all right yeah. I'm feeling better now.
2: What I always love about <laughs> the bog men pink. that they find is the is the theory that you know that perhaps there was just one bog man, bog man who was thrown in the bog because he looked fucking weird... But right. now, paleontologists <laughs> think so, that's no, what is, all this is oh, what everyone looked great. like. Uh, no that's very okay. funny.
0: But, but, ironically, being in a bog all that time, great
2: for his skin. <laughs> oh, very good for his skin. <laughs> oh. Preserved him beautifully. Doesn't look a day over 4,000. It's very peachy. Oh, Mungo, man. <laughs> yeah, right. The skin. Oh, I didn't know there'd be so much skincare chat. Yeah. That's right. We look
0: forward to hearing attention. the progress of how your face looks on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah, got photos. Right. I've got photos. Oh, it's photos. photos.
2: Oh, are you going to share okay. them? Share them Just, to the Facebook page? I'll put or them on the dad Instagram? page. Instagram. Yeah, Very
0: nice. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you're going to have to join our Dad Pants Facebook group if you want to see Wiggins' facial progress.
4: Can we just just remind everyone, just in case, because for anyone new listeners, Wiggins is the king of the non-secateur, and I think he's truly living up to his reputation here.
2: He's yeah. also famous for never posting anything he he's going to post. So we'll see how he goes. We'll I'll put this up on goes. the socials. <laughs> yeah.
0: Promising to post stuff and it never happened. But that's fine. Uh, that's okay. okay. You never know. He's just—he's obviously changing habits. He's putting face cream on for fuck's sake. <laughs>
2: that's right. Um, um, I, I have a anecdote dote just very quickly. This is from my 12-year-old daughter. I have two. The first one, she sent me a TikTok video uh, and then immediately said... Oh, my God, sorry, I sent that to the wrong person. Uh, mm. And then said, Anyway, I hope you're having a fun day. Please pretend I did not accidentally send you a photo of Woody twerking. So that's what she sent me. a Woody a from, from Toy Story? Woody or from Toy Harrelson. Story? Yeah, oh, okay. I was thinking. No, no. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> no, Woody from Toy Story, sadly. Which one would be better? Yeah, Woody Harrelson twerking. Yeah, sure. the that. Now, is this
0: somehow going to get turned into... You being blamed for being awkward,
2: pretty much. I mean, that's like kind of the second part of the story is her ability to twist a situation um, into her favour. Which was just uh, she kicked something or broke something in a room and said, "Can you come and fix it?" Uh, oh, she's got LED lights. That's what it was. So her LED lights uh, were not working because she kicked the wire out, and uh, she and she. I was doing something, working, and she came and demanded that I help. And so I was like, well, I'm doing this. You said, I just need to do it. And, and then I, you know, rah, 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 muttered under my breath and chanted my way into her oh, room. Nice. And yep. then
0: That urgent s- LED light. Yes, muttered. exactly. Mm.
2: And then I went in there and I said, well, okay. And I plugged them in and they're flashing. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so I need to reset them. Um, so can I have your phone please cuz it runs through her phone and she said just wait I'm doing something. Oh. And, and I said what? She said I'm doing something. And I said you asked yeah. me in here to help and she was like we I, I know but I'm tr- I'm doing something yeah. important. And Somebody said,
0: woody turns up on your phone. <laughs> yes. I yeah.
2: What? <laughs> I said you you know what Violet you you're uh, you know you when when you're asking someone for help or you then that should be your number one priority, and she just stopped, looked at me, and she said, "God, you're just a teacher sometimes." I was like, All right, goodbye. <laughs> so I, right. Bet so device, for, yeah. I bet that's in the back pocket
0: for. I bet that's in the back pocket for when she hasn't got anything else.
2: Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. you have to be such a teacher.
4: Can I just say I loved your use of a very dad verb there of chunted.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Chunting's great.
4: Yeah. Chunting's is a yeah. great verb. It's-
2: spend your life walking around especially in lockdown you spend a lot of time walking anytime someone asks you to do so, that's awesome getting back to you know, Tim the Tool Man again isn't it Yeah, that's where it comes from
4: <laughs> yeah well I, the, um, I, I tried to just start some paving because I got so sick of sitting in front of screens and trying to do a lot of just I've been constantly on the screen it felt like for about 10 days and I just stood up and went right can we get a paving done? And just went for it hell for leather without really... Was this planned paving? Well, this is... The, ah, here uh-huh. we go. You didn't read this the commandments, oh, I didn't read the commandments. <laughs> I did not realise that the know thy limits. I know that I can pave, but I obviously don't have the equipment and the um, materials in order to do it successfully. So we've got a dug-up backyard at the moment with lots of bits and pieces everywhere, which is delighting my wife. Um, but it gave me a good opportunity to get, do some physical activity, and, um, but also,
0: doesn't that help with the trenches that we were saying George should go and share? <laughs> yeah, in? that's
4: well, right. Well, and this is the well, this is the thing: <laughs> five, five days, five days on the bog for Mister Georgie. So oh, he's nice where he goes. living the dream, just coming around <sharp> and just decided not just doing it now. So this is the thing. Put so some. I think there's a, I think that's a fantastic little lesson in there for everyone. Like you know, that became by not worrying about it and kind of following everyone's advice. If you know, there is no adults walking around with nappies on still.
2: Well, there are, but they're, ha- they're choosing, <laughs> it's a choosing
4: small to. That's choosing, very percentage. <laughs> yeah. There's none Donald choosing Trump to, was you say. one of them, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it does happen. It just uh, happens when they're ready, and I suppose just kind of letting that happen. It's a nice little, nice little moment, yeah. I suppose. It was a nice dad moment to see that, that he was capable of doing that.
2: Can That's Can right. I just? I you know to,
4: you, you
0: cancelled your order of mustard
2: gas. <laughs> Writing Wilfred Owen poetry. Um, yeah. I've got a, I've got a question for Monty. Yes, uh, it's taken. I don't, I, you know, like, sorry to um, ask again, but how old is um, your daughter now? So she. So you've been eleven weeks. Been a, okay, so you've been a dad for eleven weeks. What advice would you give to new dads? Because now you're a dad Now you're on the other side Now you can be given advice all you want Yeah, that's a a great question we could come back to it if you want to think about it. But no, I, I, no, that's uh, a, that's uh, let him
0: think about it. Let him think about it because next on the run sheet is wood chop stuff. Um,
2: <laughs> that's which I'm, I'm
0: pretty sure you don't want to cut into the time of cut right. into the time.
2: Yeah, nice. all right. Yeah. We'll come back yeah. to you, Monty. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. so don't get distracted with the wood chop talk if that's possible. Sure, sure. Hard to, but yes, I understand. Maybe unplug. Maybe. <laughs> <clears> oh <throat> uh, yeah, I've got some wood. Some wood chop.
0: Talk. You had a woodchop question for us, and and which led to you sending us several kind David of David Foster, David Those, Foster um, related yeah. videos, which I, I were, swear were way too when, long for us to watch.
2: When we when we looked at David Foster content, maybe four years ago, when we went on a bit of a David Foster run between us, um, there wasn't much oh, out sorry,
0: there. But sorry, sorry that for context, we used to do an, another podcast, and an episode was dedicated to David Foster at that time. <laughs>
2: That is true, but I'm sure people could imagine we would just send each other David Foster stuff at any day, any oh, hour. So I didn't need to tell this moment. podcast.
0: Just one day, we decided to dedicate a chunk of time to talking about David Foster between us. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's <laughs> that fair. Would, that All wouldn't right.
2: surprise me. Um, so, but now there, now there's a whole lot more David Foster content. Anyway, but I much the same as Ellis, uh, we were in quarantine for two weeks, which was just horrid. Just so bad. And then to get out in the fresh air has been great and in in a in a twist of fate we had a a quite a big storm the night before we got out of quarantine and then as we are allowed to you know walk the streets again, I've been finding like enormous branches that have fallen off trees and there was one like, you know, twenty meters from our house. So I took my 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 little tomahawk Out and hacked away some of the smaller branches, and then carried the big fuck off one. Did you time yourself? No, but (laughs) I should have. Yes, and and then I got the big axe out and I chopped out, chopped the um, into firewood. Chopped the huge branch into firewood. But here's my question for you: Is it too much if I go on a, which I have done, gone on a bigger walk, found an even better branch that had fallen off, obviously from the same storm. Is it asking too much to drive my car to the end of a cul-de-sac, get out with a big axe, chop off some branches, and then put a big branch in the back of my car and then drive off? Well, I don't
0: know. Is that in the uh, current health orders? for you, you, can, you can do outside recreation if you drive down a cul-de-sac and axe the <laughs> fuck
4: out of a branch.
2: <laughs> you have a big, big fuck-off axe getting it out of your car? <laughs> Fulfilling lumberjack
4: fantasies? I think that should that's part of it. Um,
1: is it crown land? Is it our land? Is it the government's land? Do you own those branches? Whose branches are they? Surely. That's we can, a very good question. You know, like yeah. yes, maybe it is. Like I think the libertarian in me thinks yes. Cut that tree down, take it home, burn it.
2: Well, it's not so much that like uh, that idea. I, I mean, I'm just thinking of the image of you sitting at home on a quiet Thursday morning, Opening and then seeing blinds. a man seeing a man get out of his car with a big fuck off axe and is go marching off down time your street.
3: Frame? Like, is there a time frame? So you're only allowed to mow your lawn between a certain amount of... between certain hours. Are you only allowed to chop wood between a certain...
2: No, I don't think so. Hours? I think I think the... Well, that's a good point. you think I should go in the middle of the night and do it? Well, I look, look,
3: I'm just asking the question. I don't think you should do it in the middle of the night because anyone wandering the streets with an axe in the middle of the night is probably going to look a little bit more suspicious. <laughs> probably
2: worse, that's right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yet well protected.
3: Yeah. But do you I'm have... more worried... Do you have a headlamp?
2: I'm more, yes, I'm more worried about swinging a big big sharp axe in the dark. That's my yes. concern. But, alright, headlamp. Alright, that's my next order. So, if I order a headlamp, then in the middle of the night. Hey,
1: that, that just, just quickly to kind of tangent there. Um, I've been barbecuing a lot lately, and I noticed something my father had about ten years ago. Oh, longer than that. Fifteen years ago when I lived at home, I thought, you're such a goober, old man. You have this stupid thing. But then I was like, fuck, I want one of those. It's a cap just a regular cap but on the underside of the cap is a, a flashlight that's connected to the hat and it's fucking perfect yeah, for barbecuing yeah. it's like nice. the perfect dad barbecue hat anyway back to the wood chopping but it's just a great you know light in front of your face dad kind of hat you don't have outside lighting Mont. Uh, not in. I choose to put my barbecue in the darkest area of the backyard. <laughs> but also, like
3: that's the thing, right? Like it it depends on where your lighting is because when you're standing at the barbecue, ah. there's every chance you could be throwing shadow yeah. over yeah, the don't barbecue, want to throwing the over that. the A lot meat of that. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. A lot of that. Great point. Not meat shade. You know meat point
3: shade? No. no meat point. shade.
0: No meat shade. That's the worst. And look, Father's Day's just gone. There's a golden opportunity
4: missed for asking yeah. for. Oh, a, that'd be see. I'd like that for a present. That's the kind of life. crap that you want, isn't it?
1: You know, I feel like we might have, like my mother and I might have given that to him as a Father's Day present lot, many moon ago. I don't know. Wow. Yeah a I, reaction. Yeah,
2: exactly. I wonder if he went. What? The, what do I want this for? And then, the he went, this oh. for? and then later yeah. that afternoon,
3: when he fired up the barbecue, boom. Yeah, yeah. loving it. It all the became best clean. present ever. Mm, yeah. Or when he went down a cul-de-sac looking for wood.
4: <laughs> oh, in the middle of the night. the middle
0: of the night with a big
4: axe.
3: Yeah. That's right. I have, a, um, I have a confession, gentlemen. I bought an axe. Ooh.
0: Hey. Oh, I think you told us you were going to buy an axe. Yeah. Yep. Or did you but tell I us actually, already that you bought an axe?
2: Well, I thought about buying an axe, but
3: I didn't. Yeah, right. And then I did. Yeah.
2: There's nothing no. like buying an axe and just walking around a shop with a big axe.
3: Yep. It's an yeah. odd
2: feeling. Yep. <laughs>
3: Did you get a big axe? I could be doing anything with this. <laughs> that's right. I, I'm also buying a headlamp. <laughs> I, I think, also, to In just a wrap
0: up your question there, Matt like, am I, sh- am I allowed to go down this cul de sac? Is it socially acceptable? Yeah. At the end of the day, you're the one with the axe. <laughs> yeah.
2: <that's laughs> so, if true. anyone's
0: got a problem, they can kind of casually <laughs> got to argue with
3: to the man with the business.
2: axe. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Now, can I ask
0: you Particularly if you've drawn a mustache on yourself and have just given it some real David Foster work.
2: <laughs> if I've got a singlet, White on, singlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah white yeah. singlet and a pillow. Dunlop volley. Now, do you take
3: a stool to stand on while you're actually chopping?
2: Oh, no. See, that's what I, ne- yeah, I need. You need that leverage, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I'm not standing on the log while I'm chopping it. Um, <laughs> not yet, anyway. I, but, you know, give me a, give me a bit more practice getting there. And I will be, because it's bloody fun. I think those neighbours want to
4: know that there's a professional out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've just, got, I've just got the mental image of Matthew doing the his David Foster, David Foster impersonation, <laughs> and it's 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 giving me immense pleasure. But I'm it, you end up looking more like a, a circus strongman from the 1900s. Oh,
2: I certainly yeah. do. That's yeah. very true. I've got a leopard skin. Yeah, little, absolutely. Little codpiece thing on, your yeah, with, with your, your
4: moustache like your twirling moustache. Yeah, mustache. With
2: mustache, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like that. It's yeah, very much like I, I and all I ever do is just chop. And go bloody hell! This is hard to think. How much has David Foster chopped in this amount of time? <laughs> it's
0: unbelievable. Or I? Well, quickly while we've still got some time left, I've got one last thing on my rundown here, which is uh, an Alice can tell us. Alice um, can tell us. It's a a segment we've used in other projects previously. Uh, Alice can tell us where we get. Just Rich to explain something that he has a lot of knowledge on to the rest of us, but um, before we get to that, is there any kind of dad-related stuff you want to tell us from being in quite a strict quarantine for two weeks, Matt? I mean, other than just being sick of bloody everybody.
2: Yeah, it's there's not much mining for content in, um, in quarantine, I think. We did quite well, so it's, it's, it's actually quite boring, I think. What it actually made everyone super aware of was like, let's all just be nice to each other. I think it, it becomes re- really uh like you, you can sense it that you're like, well can't we can't leave uh, and so like i said there's no, there's no funny stories, there's no real yeah. any, no I'd real I'd dadness. I'd sit in My
0: own shit if I make s- some trouble here so. yeah, that's right, so
2: and, <laughs> and a lot of it was just how many days left, this many days what can yeah. we do go on the trampoline the the best dad thing was we were going to get rid of that trampoline like 2 months ago and because it hardly gets used and mm. that really helped us out in quarantine to just go everyone go and jump on the trampoline for however long and get out and do as much energy i used it quite a bit um but yeah no no how, no how uh, is that
0: a good dad move though that's just you being too lazy to do something you're going to do perfect isn't it <laughs>
2: Yep. perfect did it, move.
3: Did you make the trampoline <laughs> well, into a cubby house at any stage?
2: I, you know what, well, we didn't make it into a cubby house. But one of the nicest thing we did was take some blankets, pillows out there on a nice night, and um, lay down. The, the girls laid out under the stars for a bit. Talked about stars. Um, but like I said, very, very little. Very like zen like. After a while of just, just keep everyone just keep your mood in check. Um, and then by the end of it, like I went for a run and ran like a crazy person for you know not for long because I was very unfit after two <laughs> weeks, but just to get out was delightful. To get away from them after a while was very nice. Mm, um, but like yeah. I said, not much, not much in the way of uh, dadness.
4: I've been very impressed with my kids. I think that in the lockdown thing, like I don't know how you yeah. guys are doing, but I'm just I'm pretty blown away by how little these. These poor little buggers are really kind of the ones who are copping the most, like, you know, Yeah. and they're going to continue to yeah. cop the most, and I'm just very impressed. So a big shout-out to all the kids out there. I reckon you're doing an amazing job, and all those parents yeah, helping them I, out at home and everything. I think that there's a huge... It's, it's, it's a horrible bloody thing, and I think you're just doing phenomenally well. So congratulations.
0: Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. My kids have just been kind of great about the whole thing, and you do sit there and wonder... What kind of lasting psychological effect this will have, but this you know it, it seems that if there is going to be one it's not kind of evident right now
2: <laughs> yeah and that, <laughs> um I, I, obviously there will be impacts, but it, it's a shared impact, and um that's one grace I think to it all yeah is that a shared impact is literally shared yeah. and so is understood and uh, and it 's a shared experience it 's not like oh you know if it was just your family that had to go through it, then that would be yeah. like i said quarantine was a like being in lockdown now is free we we 're free to go for a walk and stuff like that it's yeah. a it 's an interesting di- in mind change in mindset mm-hmm. yeah. mm.
0: all right well let's uh let 's have a little alice can tell us um, i don 't know mm. Mm how much can be expanded here, but in our uh, little dad pants group chat, um, Matt asked Rich, who is quite a good cook and has worked as a chef before uh, the question, can you explain why the Weber does a better crackle job job on a roast pork crackling than, than the oven. And you gave us quite a lengthy and very detailed and interesting uh, explanation there, Rich. Yeah. Do you want to give us a bit of an idea of that now? or
4: I can give you a quick overview. So basically the big thing with, um, I suppose, barbecue cooking is that you're eliminating most of the moisture. There's basically you, you're, you're cooking the moisture straight off it because it's done at such a high, consistent temperature, um, and that's what you want for good crackling. So that's why that's essentially why the barbecue does such a great job of the crackling. Do you want me to talk about why how you can get your oven crackling up to... Up to par though, because I prefer doing it in the oven because I find that you get a more consistent and succulent cut of meat, as well as if you do this, if you do it right, you do you can. Get You're the great. expert, bro. You tell us what we need to do.
1: Well, and a... you don't need the barbecue hat. <laughs> no. no, no, you don't need the barbecue
4: hat. And uh, but <laughs> with regular lights. Oh, uh, I'm having a lot of trouble with my oven at the moment though, so I might have to have a chat with Wiggins about this one. That but was anyway. going to
3: be my question, Ellis. Is what like because I, you've got to have a good oven to be yeah. able to to be able to crank it up to the heat that you need it to be at. And if you don't yeah. have a good oven, that's got to make a huge difference.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the, the oven is all important, and clean oven is another thing. Um, oh. So you want to make sure that your oven's clean, because if it, it doesn't, you just smoke out the whole house. Um, yeah, there's a few little extra... Tidbits that you need to kind of follow along, but the big thing is is keeping it as dry as possible. So taking it out of the um, fridge, a good I do it at least an hour before I'm planning on cooking it. So mm-hmm. you really want to bring the meat, the core temperature of the meat, up to room temperature so that it's not going to sweat um, yeah. in the oven or anywhere else. So um, bring the meat up to temp, and then make sure that you pat that skin dry after you've poured scalding water over the top of it. So now what tell me about tell me more about the scalding water, Ellis. So the scalding (laughs) water is just removing any of the impurities from the skin. Once again, any any bits and pieces that are on the skin or in around the meat are gonna trap moisture. You you want to try and eliminate as much opportunity for any moisture to live on this skin as possible. So scalding it is cleaning it and it's also gonna it also the steam helps to dry it really well as well. So you're going to get all those little crevices and stuff. You're going to get little pools of it, which is where your padding with a mm-hmm. good bit of paper towel comes in. But for everything else, for the majority, all of the nice smooth surfaces are going to be steam-dried really quickly.
3: Now, I have a, now, I just want to go into the minutiae of like pork specifically. Yep. <laughs> and pork minutia. knife work. Because yep. to, to actually create, like to, to cut the fat, on the top of the pork, yep. you need like how sharp is your knife, Ellis? Like if you dropped it on your foot, you'd cut your whole foot off, right? Yeah, pretty much. But in order, what I'd recommend you do, and
4: this is a really good blokey dad tip, making you feel as though you're not, um, you're keeping the definitely keeping those dad, dad pants on while doing that, is to get your Stanley knife. And so mm. get a get a clean blade, and then you can you can position your blade so it 's just you probably want it to be yes. positioned about seven mils I reckon is about my kind of preferred depth because you don 't want to cut into the meat you only want to just be scoring the skin mm. so if you use a Stanley knife with a nice fresh blade and then you then you 've got that consistent um cut going all the way along it so if you can get an unscored piece of pork you 're doing well. But um, most of them will come. Most of them come scored already. Yeah. That's all right. You can just kind of you can top it up a bit. Um, but yeah, using the Stanley knife is a really good option for trying to get that consistency with it with your cuts. So you're not going to go too deep. It depends on the, the thickness of the fat you've got underneath as well. But kind of anywhere between three to four mil up to seven mil
3: is about pretty good depth um, with your Stanley. That's knife. That's great. The Stanley mm. knife is an exceptional. Uh, advisory piece.
1: Well done. Yeah, that's no, a good talk. Do you do you have a specific uh, kitchen Stanley knife? No, I, I, I change. A...
4: I, I put a fresh blade on when I'm doing it. Okay, yeah. kitchen
1: blade. Yeah, yes.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I just make sure that I'm not putting all of the paint scraps and everything else in there. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, they hold that moisture. impurities. That's right. Yeah. Ah. that's
1: exactly right. And lead.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, after that, of course. Make salt, is your friend. Plenty of nice salt on there. Um, I've experimented lots with different kind of rubs and, you know, fennel seed and pepper and stuff, but at the end of the day, a good layer of salt is going to see you through really, really well. It can't be beat, can it? No. And um, then, yeah, start it with a really nice hot oven, like pretty much as hot as you can get it, 230, 240, and whack it in for a good 20 minutes. And it's not going to look like crackling at this point, so you can't freak out. So Mm. once you take that out, um, so drop the temp back down again. You can chuck your veggies and everything in at that time as well. Drop it down to about 180, so for your cook time. So I I aim for around about, depending on how solid the piece of meat is and whether it's got a bone and stuff, usually about 15 to 20 minutes per 500 grams. And Mm. then at the end... um, Back in nice and hot. But um, what you can do, you don't actually have to put it in the oven. You can actually put it on the grill setting on the oven. But then down below. Yeah, it's dangerous, but it's very good. I've done it. I do that with my pork belly. So when I'm doing a pork belly, I do it a bit different. I uh, actually leave it coated in salt overnight. So I put about a centimetre... (sighs) Centimetre of rock salt over the top of the pork belly oh, overnight, And leave yeah. that to sit overnight
2: Jesus And
4: then you actually Damn. When are we getting your... out of
2: lockdown and going to Alice's <laughs> house? Well, that's you what was I was going to say, say. <laughs> This
4: is
0: this our first ever uh, Dad pants live shows in Moldura for some reason. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and you and you cover the pork belly with salt overnight and make an appointment with the cardiologist for the morning. Well, pretty much, yeah.
4: So you, you actually cook yeah. it with a, you cook it with the salt on, and then you scrape it off, and then so you let so that's a slow cook for about three and a half hours, and then you scrape the salt off, and then you put it back under that, that grill setting. And they say you you put the meat well below the grill and just let that radiate heat come down, and you just get this beautiful puffy, crispy, crackling sitting on top. Oh
2: god! (laughs) Five-second Buckland's noise. (laughs) uh, uh,
0: I think on that note, we're going to have to say goodbye. you need to have a lie down, shuffle off and think about that for a bit. But um, you know, Rich. I know you love being a teacher, but do you miss being a chef at all? Like, you, uh,
4: you speak with passion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every, and I think that, for me, being the chef was all about the camaraderie. That was the big thing. It was about being in with that kind of team mindset is incredibly awesome when you've got a good team around you. And I think that's the big thing I miss. But I, I miss the food. It's, 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 a, it's a great way to spend your day. If only it was nine to five. Hmm. Yeah. yeah there's ways and means around it I was always quite happy to be somewhere where I was happy but uh yeah the hours were the killer
2: Oof. and the salt
4: alright guys thank <laughs> thank you very much uh
0: dad on fellas appreciate yes, your time on. once again dad on and um
2: I'm going out I'm going out to chop some wood in the night
0: nice. yeah do that if you've got any questions that Ellis can tell us we'll uh we'll get them going as
2: well cool uh well, everybody Good night. Take care uh, Bye bye now Bye uh, <laughs> Nice one Yeah jeez Jeez Ah I want some pork belly now L- Yeah, yeah.
3: Um Ellis I need I need a new oven as well Are we getting too obscure David Foster People know who David Foster is Surely
0: yeah.